0: You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trellowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trellowitz. And welcome back to episode number 59 of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff. As always, I am your host. Thank you for tuning in. So, I kind of struggled to see what today's topic would be, and then... I was kinda playing around with the SLS camera on my phone again and now I'm even more confused by it. Because, under settings, there's an SLS sensitivity bar. Which, to me, kinda makes it feel fake. If, just because if you put it all the way up, you're more likely to Get something, so that kind of I don't know. I I kind of like your opinion on that. If it has a a sensitivity, does that you know increase? Because I've tried it. I you know it. I tried scanning my room as I sat down to record this, and well, nothing showed up. But I don't know that I'm necessarily going to rely on it as much as I have, because again, it doesn't seem like doesn't seem like a feature that would have a sensitivity button on the uh, on the settings so we'll see i mean i like it but i don't know so it got me thinking about other equipment and i know one of the early shows i did was about what is in a paranormal investigator's bag. And I thought I'd revisit it and talk about other things that I might not have talked about before, and other things that just, my thoughts on it. Because I think I said what's in the bag, but I didn't necessarily give opinions on the equipment. So, that's what we're going to talk about today. Of course, the most important two things you could have, and, you know, it's stuff that As long as you've got your cell phone on you, you automatically have. In fact, three things, really, is a camera. And I said it before, you do not need a specialized camera. You don't need an SLS camera. Cameras have a tendency of picking up things that we might not see with our own eyes. I look back to the photography that we've done in the cemetery in Guilford, catching that figure holding a light that illuminates way more than you know we would have been able to see that if it was a person really standing there with the light we have tried doing you know trying to debunk it by having me standing holding a light and it did look it did look nothing like what we caught that time so you need a camera and again not even a fancy one the the picture that Jen took was on her phone it was not a a camera that she bought specifically for ghost hunting another thing you need is a voice recorder and most smartphones these days do have a memo recorder or whatever so cuz hey in life sometimes you just gotta leave yourself a a, uh, audio note or have that and of course then a flashlight three very important things all in the palm of your hand you d- i will keep reiterating it you do not need $1000 $100 equipment to be a ghost investigator to be a parent, normal investigator excuse me does it help sure will it you know allow you to have a big fancy film crew following you definitely but having all just basic stuff definitely helps. The other thing I really wanted to talk about is the obvious, record, obvious voice. For those that don't know, it basically scans... Like, it's kind of like the uh, spirit box, but it'll also... It'll, it'll say words just randomly. And just like the SLS camera app on my phone, I'm a little, little skeptical about it. Because who knows who's actually controlling that. I see it all the time on Ghost Adventures. And I've made mention that Ghost Adventures is not my favorite paranormal show. I, I, I think they're just a little too uh, goofy. I think they overreact about everything. But they lean heavily on the obvious. And they'll be in a room and all of a sudden it will say... Like, I was watching one of the new episodes and they were in a room that had a fire in it. And then the spirit said, burn. And of course, they're, you know, then replayed that 18 times of a voice from a machine saying, burn. Now, again, I say that I'm skeptical about the ovulus. but if I ever came into possession of one, would I use it? Yeah, damn right I would. Again, I love the spirit box. I'm not 100% convinced with it. Why? It's flipping through radio stations. Now, the chances of it actually answering a question that you ask with the exact phrase that you're looking for is not likely. You know, what one in a hundred gazillion, billion, billion? I don't know. But could it happen? And that's why, unless I specifically ask a question, and then then I get a response, I don't automatically assume just because i heard a voice because again it is flipping through radio stations you are going to get words it's when you get more than one word or you know a sentence on a sweep that it's impressive and again that's one thing that ghost adventures does do is they will have that happen and i personally have had it happen myself So I think that's really impressive when that happens. But to have the ovulus just go, burn. Oh, well, there was a fire in this room, so it's got to be related. We don't know where, if it's being programmed by somebody else. So Spirit Box is a little bit different than the ovulus, but not by much. So you have those. And now some of the fancier stuff that I see on some of these other shows. I'm just... I was watching one. I don't even remember what the show was called. They're building ghost traps now. Now, unless your name is Egon Spangler or Peter Venkman, I don't think building ghost traps are as easy as these people make it out to be. So... I don't know how I feel, again, with those, it's great TV, don't get me wrong, but great TV does not make it real. You know, Iron Man, great movie, No one's building an Iron Man suit in a cave, so, again, I want everything to be a little bit more realistic, and maybe that's just me. I do think, and this is just my personal preference, one of my favorite pieces of ghost hunting equipment is when you have a cute little teddy bear that will react to movement around it. Especially if, for example, you are looking for the spirit of a child and you leave... Because kids are smart, let's be honest. They don't work 40-hour jobs, so they're smarter than most of us but you a kid sees a teddy bear i don't care how hard of a child that kid is he sees a teddy bear or she sees a teddy bear she's going to want to hug it so for example i'm on gostop.com right now and they have what they call a boo buddy let's let's find out about these boo buddies cuz they are adorable then, you know, they have EMF detectors in them. They will talk if somebody or something comes close to it. This is the description of the Boo Buddy. Boo Buddy is a custom-built device by Ghost stop developed by veteran paranormal investigators. As a culmination from many years of research and a yearn for a tool that wears many hats, the Boo Buddy was born from passion and experience. Some theories suggest that using a trigger object familiar and attractive to an entity may entice them to interact. Being a bear with the intelligence hidden within a plush facade, a teddy is something recognizable and attractive to entities from beyond, no matter the age. And that's true too, because I'd hug a teddy bear. That's just me. The attractive trigger object calls for a positive interaction Then the intelligence built within go to work for spectacular interaction and evidence. They could have EVP recorders, ghost boxes, and related devices built to suit your budget and research needs. So, I see that they do range anywhere from $79.95 for a Boo Buddy Jr. all the way up to $439. So, again, and I like that they can actually change it out depending on what you're looking to have in your boo buddy. Do I own a boo buddy? no but uh that boo buddy junior looks pretty cute. let's see is what exactly is in the boo buddy junior it does have a is a cute stuffed EMF bear. Detecting EMF changes and responds with lights in the belly and pause when spikes arise. Again, a kid's going to see a bear, not going to realize that there's, you know, something that they don't recognize inside of it, and they're going to be curious. So I like that. Another awesome thing that I like is the uh, 360 cameras. You know, cameras are limited in the fact that you can only get what's directly in front of you. However, you can get now 360-degree cameras, which will actually spin or have cameras on all sides that will allow you to pick up things that you would not normally see in just in more than one direction. So those are cool, too. Technology has advanced ghost hunting so much, probably more than any other field which i really like of course you know granted i am very biased in that um another good one to have is just a regular motion detector i do not have one of those that's probably going to be the next piece i get because they don't seem to be too expensive depending on which one you get there's one as low as 35 dollars and the thing you always have to remember to do with something like that is to pair it with a camera or an audio recorder and always make sure that you announce yourself as you come up on it because if you're just watching a video or an audio clip and you hear the sensor go off you could get easily excited and then realize you just caught yourself on camera so there's that there's a EVPs and EMF detectors. Another fun one which only really works indoors are the laser grids. It's hard to get a good laser grid that you can use outside just because there's so much wide open space. And this will you know first of all I realize it also works really well with cats and dogs. They love playing with it because we know how cats and dogs go with uh, laser pointers. Well, this takes that to the next level and you'll be able to see if something blocks out the laser. So there is a lot of great equipment out there for you to use. If you want, if I did not talk about something and you want me to discuss it, let me know. Again, join the Paranormal Discussions group on Facebook. Shoot me a message there or comment on this video if you're already there. In the meantime, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Real Paranormal Talk. Today is March 23rd, 2022. I don't normally do this, but it is the Commissioner's anniversary today. So happy anniversary to Chris and Shannon, to many more, and to more cats in the house, I guess. And more Taylor Swift re-releases. That one's for you, Shannon. You're welcome. All right, thank you for listening, everyone, and have a great day.